This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It was the horses that did it. Some horses came along and frightened us. We panicked and my little Louisa fell into the river and drowned. Such was the explanation given when a young girl's body was fished out of the ditch of one foot of water at Romney Marsh in Kent. I am J.A. Lovelock. Welcome to my podcast, Behind the Yellow Tape. In this episode, I assess the case of Frances Kidder, who was accused of killing her stepdaughter, Louisa, by drowning. But was that really the case? Let's find out. On the 25th of August, 1867, 12-year-old Louisa Kidder's body was found lying in a ditch near Cobbs Bridge at Romney Marsh in Kent. Suspicions quickly fell on her stepmother, Frances Kiddo. The reason for that is that it was well established and well known that Frances hated Louisa and had been known to abuse her by beating her. Frances also dressed Louisa in rags. She deprived her of food. She excluded her from the house, whatever the weather, and Frances even made her sleep in the cellar with old sacks for bedding. Neighbours complained to the police about how Frances treated Louisa, and for such, she was previously prosecuted and fined for cruelty to Louisa. But why did Frances hate Louisa, her stepdaughter, so much? Frances Turner was born in New Romney, Kent, in 1843. In 1865, when she was 22, she married William Kiddell. Very soon after the wedding, Frances gave birth to a baby daughter they named Emma, which she was expecting at the time of the wedding. What Frances did not know at the time was that William had two children by a previous relationship, Louisa being one of them. The mother of these two children died, and whilst the youngest of the two were sent to live with relatives, Louisa, who was ten at the time, came to live with her father William and his new wife Frances in Hythe in Kent. Sadly for little Louisa, things did not go well with living with her father and his wife. There was ill feeling between Frances, William and Louisa, whom she often referred to as his bastard. And neighbours reported that when William was away, they often hear Frances beating her new stepdaughter. Although corporal punishment in the home was considered normal back in the 1860s, Frances inflicted deliberate and unprovoked cruelty on little Louisa. Louisa. 
After Frances Kidder was prosecuted and fined for her cruelty to Louisa, Louisa was sent to live with a guardian. Unfortunately for Louisa, her father William did not keep up the payment for her keep to the guardian, and so she was returned to William and Frances. Absence did not make the heart fonder, for Frances at least. Her hatred for Louisa was rekindled, and she started her abuse on Louisa all over again. William did not like the way Francis treated his daughter, and they often quarrelled over it, to the point where he once threw Francis out of the house because of it. On the day that Louisa was found drowned in the ditch, Francis had taken her daughter Emma and Louisa to visit her parents in New Romley. The family usually go out for a Sunday walk, but Francis said she was ill and didn't want to walk, and she wanted to stay home with Louisa. While the family were away, Francis told Louisa to get dressed. They were going to a nearby fair. She also told her to wear some old clothes. That's rather curious, methinks. So they set off on foot to the fair. On the way, they came to Cobb's Bridge. And it was here that it is alleged that Francis grabbed Louisa and forced her into the stream that ran under the bridge. She held her face down in the stream and drowned her in one foot of water. A witness reported that at that precise time, he heard a muffled sound like a child, but could not say for sure if it was a child laughing or crying. But it was a suppressed sound. Another witness said that Frances had said on several occasions that she hated the bastard and that she even told her parents' neighbour and Mrs Evans that her intentions were to get rid of Louisa before she returned home to Hythe. Well, she certainly wasn't hiding her feelings for this poor child. So it came as no surprise then that Francis Kiddo was arrested for the murder of Louisa Kiddo. Not least because when her family returned from their walk, there was no sign of Louisa. And Francis was acting very suspiciously. And neither could they get a satisfactory answer from Francis as to the whereabouts of Louisa. Francis had to run upstairs to the bedroom, change out of her wet clothes, which were wet and muddy, into dry ones, as noticed by her father. Very suspicious. That's what they, the family, thought. And with that in mind, they themselves called the police on their own daughter and wife. When she was questioned by the police, Francis told them a cock and bull story that having been frightened by parson horses, Louisa had fallen into the ditch and drowned. Louisa's body, having been retrieved from the ditch, 
was subject to a post-mortem and an inquest. At the inquest, various witnesses gave testimony of Frances' cruelty, and in that regard she was charged with murder, the murder of her stepdaughter, Louisa Kidder. Francis Kidder's trial began on the 12th of March, 1868, before Mr Justice Byers at Kent Spring Assizes, having been on remand for over six months. She had a court-appointed barrister, a Mr Channel, to defend her. The prosecution wasted no time in producing evidence of the widespread abuses of Louisa and the previous threats to kill her by Francis. However, the doctor who had examined Louisa's body told the court that although Louisa had died from drowning, he had found no marks of violence on her body. Defence barrister Mr Channel suggested to the jury that some of the witnesses' evidence against Francis might have been exaggerated. He also put to the jury that Francis may well be suffering from brain damage after she was thrown from a horse and cart in July 1867 because the horse took fright and bolted. This accident might have affected her mental and physical health. And she was certainly known to experience fits, even at the time of her arrest, and when she was being transported from court to prison. Frances clung to her defence of she and Louisa being frightened by passing horses and of Louisa falling into the water. She also told the court that she had tried to rescue Louisa, but to no avail. But let's consider this. How could a 12-year-old accidentally fall into a stream of one foot deep and drown? Even a child of four or five could easily have gotten out. So why couldn't Louisa, being 12 years old? So she must have been held down and in such a remote location, there was no one else around to have held Louisa down, except Francis. Mr Justice Byers, being careful in his summing up, told the jury they were to give Francis the benefit of the doubt if they were not wholly satisfied with the evidence against her, which was largely circumstantial. That made no difference to the jury. Twelve minutes. It took the jury just twelve minutes to find Francis Kidder guilty of murder. Interestingly enough, upon hearing that she was sentenced to death, Francis took it very calmly and walked unaided from the dock. Hmm... And what of William, her husband, father of Louisa? Well, at first he refused to visit Frances while she was on remand. 
and there was a rumour that he had started a relationship with her younger sister, who had been helping him look after their daughter, Emma. Naturally, Frances was not best pleased to hear this, and in the final days of her life, on the odd occasion that William did visit her, they would have an argument about her sister and him. The Times newspaper at the time commented on how badly William had treated Frances and the fact that he deserted her in prison and taken up with her sister. It was also reported that an effigy of him was burnt in Hythe after Frances' execution. But why this vitriol against him? So far, there's nothing in this story to say that he ill-treated or abused Frances. And perhaps that's what caused her to ill-treat and kill Louisa? For all her previous protestations, in the final hours of her life, Frances confessed to prison chaplain Reverend W. Fraser that she had indeed killed little Louisa. Even so, there was some sympathy from the press and the public for her, and even the mayor of Hythe and other gentlemen put together a petition for her sentence to be commuted to life. But all this was to no avail. At 12 noon on Thursday, the 2nd of April, 1868, aged 25, in front of approximately 2,000 people, most of them women, and included her own husband, William, Frances Kidder was executed at Maidstone Prison for the murder of her 12-year-old stepdaughter, Louisa Kidder. At the same time, she made history by being the last woman to be so publicly hanged. Thanks for listening. I am J.A. Lovelock. Join us again next time as we go behind the yellow tape. Till then, catch up with more episodes at btytpodcast.com and also on all podcast providers. My name is Bill Huffman, and I am a former Cleveland News producer, and I am now the host of the podcast, Who Killed? I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Mihaljevic, and now each week I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and slow burn media production. Subscribe today wherever you get your favorite shows.